0: This ESPN Chicago podcast is presented by 19 Crimes Wine. All right, uh, we're going to talk to Louis Riddick in about 15 minutes. I'll give you some, uh, some of the quotes from AK here, who's uh, speaking to the media right now. In Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Both play uh, the Nets tonight. Uh, it's also National Pizza Day today. It's you It's know, always eat, National Pizza we Day. We did know National Pizza Week a few weeks ago when we were eating uh, Connie's Frozen Pizza in the uh, old National Bank studio. Isn't
1: it National Pizza
0: Day every day of that week as well? Yeah. Well, yes. Technically? I mean, yeah. Yes. Are you complaining? I'm No, I'm, well, I'm just looking for accuracy. I think it's Pizza Day every day. That's in what our I bar. said. You had a... Connie's frozen pizza last night. I did. I had half of it. And then you ate the second half out of the fridge and Carved your car. it up
1: into, sliced it up into perfect little pie-shaped pieces and ate the second half of it on the drive home or the drive down to work today. <laughs> I like how you describe how you... Yeah, I, did. <laughs> I just carved them in perfect. Like, I don't like to be like a caveman when it comes to the pizza. I like my slices to be like uniform. Perfectly... Uh, yeah.
0: Perfectly in triangular not, like, shapes.
1: Yeah, I'm not you know, I'm not obsessive about it, but I do
0: enjoy the triangular shape of a nice pizza. See, the way I pictured you eating your Connie's frozen pizza when you said you had half yesterday and half today. Just taking a half and folding it over. <laughs> it's just going, taking a knife, no, cutting it in half, no. taking half the pizza, nope. eating it like this yesterday, taking the second half picking it up and no. eating it in your car No I don't like when I eat pizza
1: I like for, I don't like to try to eat too much at the same time like I'm not taking little tiny bird bites but
0: nibble, I like yeah
1: I just' don't, I'm not taking like three slices and folding them over like a giant pizza sandwich
0: So thanks to Connie's uh, national <laughs> Pizza day, we're enjoying Connie's frozen pizza in the old national bank studio once again. Junior and junior in here yeah. woofed one down in like a matter of 10 minutes. Why do you guys always get dibs on uh, on the hot pie?
1: I don't know. It comes, it comes Like, Anthony just brought it in here. And then Eric had a couple slices, too, I yeah, think. See? Oh,
0: Ostrowski down here. Yeah. Mr. Management little, now. little accidental bus toss. Yeah, right there. that was. Uh, get yours today at Jewel Asco, Mariano's, Meyer, Tony's Fresh Market, Caputo's, Surmac, and Burkatt's, uh Superfoods. Did I say that right? Is yeah, it I,
1: so. I see the sweat on Charlie's forehead. Just like uh what is it? Pizza sweat? I think it's pizza sweat. It's just grease. Well, you know, he was when he. I was walking into the kitchen, and Charlie had this Tupperware thing, and he's like, "I forgot what you said, but it was what was in it. It was it was it was, it was sweet, sweet potatoes, potatoes and beans, beans and onions." Mm. And then I was like, "Do you think Danny would approve of this?" So, because sweet Dan-
0: potato beans and onions. Yes,
1: and so he's basically suggesting he was saying. Do you think Danny, the armchair nutritionist, would approve of this? And I said, who cares about Danny? Yeah. Is Tyler, the guy, going to be sitting with you in the producer's booth? Is he going to approve of this? Because that's loading a butt gun right there.
2: <laughs>
1: and has he unloaded it in that there? That is a slate of hand reload, too. <laughs> yeah. On oh,
0: yeah. Just reloading and reloading. We
1: actually were. He didn't want to make the wager. I wanted to make the wager with Charlie. That he would fart at least once in the four-hour shift. I did in the first like ninety minutes.
0: Yeah. What do you mean once? I mean, if he if he's a if he's a functioning human being. Well, I
1: just I want to say I, what I said was is I, I there was no doubt in my mind that what he was about to ingest was going to leave him with some gas that was going to need to be expelled, and I wanted to make a bet with him, but we never we never made the bet. By
0: the way, there are uh, coupons uh, to save for the big game this weekend with Connie's. Simply download the. How do you say this? Is it the Ibotta app? I b o t t a app to find money saving offers on Connie's frozen pizza.
1: Kind Ibotta of,
0: kind of sounds right. Ibotta. I bought a lot of pizza. I gotta have Ibotta. I bought a lot of pizza. There you go. So get that today. Do you want it, a uh, an AK quote? Yeah, give me a few of them. Like he said, the one that I read was AK says. The team was pretty active at the trade deadline. Yeah. It just didn't seem like there were deals to make for this group. This is from KC Johnson's uh, Twitter handle.
1: Uh, AK, there were so many buyers. We tried to improve our team, but at what cost? That price was not okay with us. Next stage is to evaluate this group the next 28 games.
0: Well, if there were a lot of buyers, that means there are not a lot of sellers, Yes shouldn't that mean that it was a seller's market? Bingo. Which would mean that you would get a lot for selling. Yes. Isn't that the way it works? So he's telling you there are a lot of buyers. Yes.
1: Another quote from Casey's uh, Twitter handle. AK expressed confidence in the Bulls'
0: ability to re-sign Vooch and said he wants him back. That's fine. I mean, again, like in... How are you going to improve other than what you already have? And it says, we have a good team. We have good players. And then he says, we were also buyers. We wanted to improve our team. What does that mean? I don't know. This is from Darnell Mabry's tweet, uh, Twitter handles. Guys, what does that mean? We have a good team. We have good players. I understand that. He thinks they're still good and they have good players. But what does it mean that we were also buyers? That they were looking to add, but he couldn't do that either? So none of what he's saying makes sense. AK says the Bulls will look at the buyout market as well.
1: Okay. I'm still going through. I'm trying to find some doozies for you. I
0: don't understand, though... The logic behind saying that there were a lot of buyers out there. Uh, give me the quote again about a lot of buyers. Do you, do you have that in front of you again? Uh, you got to give me one right. quick
1: second and I will scroll back to it. Uh, the There were so many buyers. We tried to improve our team, but at what cost? That price was not okay with us. Okay. Next stage is to evaluate this group the next 28 games. Okay,
0: so he was saying as far as trying to improve the team as another buyer, there were too many buyers is what he was It saying. was going to cost so so right too much. it was going to cost too much to also be a buyer. Well, they didn't oh, have any draft picks to give up. Well, and so my has he addressed at all the Zach Levine rumors? I have not but, seen that. Because that that's where I want to know about being a seller, or at least, like, if you're going to sell Zach. Like, that's where I would would think that you could, you can really make a good deal. If there are so many teams who are looking to buy, and there are very few sellers, isn't that where you're going to
2: strike gold? So he just wrapped up speaking, and in terms of the Zach rumors, he really didn't say anything surrounding Zach. And in fact, he was... he
0: asked? Was he pressed...
2: About Zach specifically. He yeah. said, um, like basically that there were a lot of rumors out there, but there was nothing good enough on the market. And then the last question that he was asked was, What have you thought of Zach's season so far? And he was very
0: complimentary of Zach. So AK reiterates that Lonzo Ball updates won't come until after the all star break. That's comforting. We kind of know that. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm kind of done, uh, just I'm done. Really, I'm done with Bulls angst. Re, re, really? Just a, it's just, are you done with Bulls angst gonna, until they play tonight? Right. I got money on him. He's got a bunch of nothing to give us. I, my angst he will, gave us nothing at the trade
1: deadline, and he gave us zero answers. My angst will happen tonight at the end of the third quarter when the Bulls have like a three-point lead, knowing that they're about to cough that thing up like a fur ball a cat is struggling with. You ever seen a cat cough up a fur ball? Not a big cat guy. No. no. Have you ever seen Google <sighs> Google cat coughing up a fur ball, and then envision the Bulls giving up like a three or four point lead in Brooklyn tonight, like a
0: big choke job? Is that? Is uh, no, that...
1: I mean just like it's just coughing it up, coughing up the lead, and then I'm gonna lose ten bucks because I bet big, and then I'm the angst is gonna come back. I'll be frustrated. All right.
0: All right, let's. Uh, you bet on him tonight, too, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was a guy, again, like I, there was a guy named Ozzy from Toyota who told me that they were a dog, and I was surprised. I texted you guys, and I quickly made a play on the Bulls. By calling them a dog, you mean an underdog tonight's yeah, yeah. game. Yeah. Did you, and that was before the Zach rumors. Did you, is, do we have an answer on DeMar for tonight? Do we know about DeMar's status?
1: I'm seeing right now that the Bulls are still
0: a one-and-a-half-point underdog. All right. Uh, let's talk to Louis Riddick. We've, we've talked mostly Bulls today. Uh, yesterday, Shefty told us that the Bulls should get a bevy of picks for the first, for the number one overall pick. Does Louis Riddick agree? Do they have a small, uh, fortune on their hands? Uh, we will talk to Louis Riddick from the Super Bowl coming up next.
3: Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is
0: Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. All right, a lot of Bulls conversation. Um, no deal was made today, so let's uh, let's get to some better stuff with the bears and then and the big game super bowl coming up don't forget the big game pregame on sunday on our twitch channel twitch.tv slash espn 1000 it is a twitch only broadcast noon to two uncensored uninterrupted two full hours waddle and i hosting uh tyler and meller will be with us as well and then everyone from espn 1000 big cat will be hopping on as well Noon to 2, make sure you're on with us. Again, subscribe to ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch. Noon to 2 on Sunday, and it is presented by our partners at 19 Crimes Wine. Louis Riddick joins us right now on the CARX. Tire and auto guest hotline from the Super Bowl. Lewis, we, we, we have been down about the Bulls doing nothing, underachieving, yeah. um, and they made no moves today. So pick up our spirits as we talk some Bull, uh, Bears' future, okay? Yeah, I'll do that. It, it's, it's kind of been a crazy day in the NBA the past couple days, hasn't it? it? Yes, it's been. No- like, I woke when did, when did you find out about the KD thing? Was it when you woke up and were you shocked?
4: Yeah, it was it was sometime yesterday. No, you know nothing in basketball shocks me when it comes to player movement. Man, they they've got all the juice. You're a superstar player. Yeah, you say I'm done. I don't want to play here anymore. They're like, okay, we'll we'll send you somewhere. All right, right.
1: (laughs) it's crazy. Lewis, have the player, the NFL players, in your opinion, gathered any more of that kind of power? I know that I don't think they'll ever have the same power that the NBA players have. Yeah,
4: not. Not in mass, no. I mean, there's always going to be those guys who, if they make a big enough stink and play premium positions, that'll be able to maybe affect some change. But I I have a feeling, too, that NBA owners are taking notice of this. All right? And guys who are rich, powerful guys like that don't necessarily like being told what to do all the time. I have a feeling when their CBA comes up for a renegotiation that there may be some changes as far as restricting player movement. Not that I'm... Not that I want that because look I'm all for player empowerment but this stuff is NBA is crazy dude.
1: It's I think crazy. Charles Charles Barkley made some comments that were similar to that that you know the owners are going to you know they're going to try to take back some of that power considering There's you no have question. Yeah, you have the load management. Some of the players, you There's know, aren't no playing on ton of uh, games so. Yep. Yep. No doubt. That's interesting. Hey, speaking of having some some whether it would be flexibility or certainly some leverage. It seems as if our Bears have some of that with the first overall selection. We've asked a number of people over the course of the last several days what they think about the Bears' ability to get kind of a haul for that first overall pick. What is your interpretation of what you think they'll do?
4: Yeah, yeah I've, look, I look, I'm going to believe them until they do otherwise, that they want to build around Justin, that he has shown them enough in this current scheme that he's presently being coached in, for them to want to invest in building up the infrastructure around him and that they will probably, they will be players when it comes to moving down in the draft. And considering the fact that this year you have two, maybe three, depending upon which teams you ask, franchise-caliber quarterbacks that teams would be interested in moving up, in moving up for and taking in Bryce and, and C J and Will Levis, the Bears are sitting in a freaking premium position. Look, you have a team like the Colts who when they asked Chris Ballard, if there was a quarterback right. that you desired and you really felt that you could be a franchise quarterback, what would it what would you do in order to get him? And he said anything. <laughs> anything. Well, yeah. If you're the Bears right now, you're going perfect. That's the perfect answer, buddy. That's a perfect answer because they're going to get a haul. They play it right, they're going to get a haul, and they can set this team up to have. his.
0: I was giving it time. Yeah, I was too. I was giving it time. I've learned when you give it time. Yeah, it comes back. Sometimes, sometimes he'll sometimes come back. It comes back. Yeah. Maybe. L- let's see if we get Lewis back. Maybe now. Jim Irsay right was, was standing, standing near in. him and he kicked a cord out. Yeah. No, there's no cord. I know it's a cell phone. But uh, oh, yeah, maybe he's clicked he in, maybe he's you we know, over he's, the cell tower yeah. you knowing Jim Mursay. He gave, could go to great lengths. But he was just when he was wet in our just whistle, Just telling you what you wanted to hear. Yeah, right? He was talking about a hall. Yeah. Like those buzzwords, Woo. you know? The bevy of picks yes. yesterday. Shefty was talking about and now he was using the buzz of the hall. The hall of picks.
1: That's H A U L, not yes, the hall. Right. Not like the yeah, here's here's hoping that uh, yeah they can leverage that first overall selection and make yeah. it something that we're all very excited about. Lewis, we got you back.
4: You guys hear me? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, we got, got, you, we got, got you. you.
0: All right. So as you really, right. like, uh, speak sweet music to us. You were telling <laughs> us that the Bears could get a haul of,
4: of picks. Yeah, yeah it's, it's because they like, again when you have when you have quarterbacks at the top of the draft. And you have quarterback needy teams at the top of the draft. And you have GMs of quarterback needy teams like Chris Ballard in Indianapolis who have said there is nothing he won't do to get himself into position to get a guy that he likes and feels as though he can lead them in the future. That just that right there is when I talk about sweet music, that's sweet music to to the Chicago Bears in their front office and Ryan Poles, because now you know that a team is Negotiating, negotiating with you out of desperation, and desperation usually means you overpay. And look, you don't want, obviously you don't want to burn any bridges and do bad business. But you know the price is the price. And as Fat Joe the rapper says, <laughs> "Today's price is not yesterday's price." <laughs> well, it is only going up. It's only going up. And if you're Chicago, when you if you let history be your guy their fortunes around quickly. Cincinnati turned their fortunes around quickly because they were able to support their young franchise quarterback. Well, that means Chicago needs to get there. They had their young franchise quarterback. Now they need to support him. Yeah.
0: Lewis, like, what, the one thing we're trying, I know there's a long way to go. The combine hasn't happened yet. Individual workouts haven't happened yet. Free agency has to happen. But we were trying to figure out where how far can Ryan Poles go down like could he trade down twice um without losing out on a star player where so like where's the spot um that you figure that he he, he can go down and get a lot for but he can't go past a certain point
4: Yeah, you know, I would say probably, you know, you want to stay inside of the top five. You don't want to go any further than that, more than likely. And I think that will still yield you a hell of a return as far as draft compensation, while still allowing you to pick a player that's going to be a huge impact player at an impact position. You know, whether that be a pass rusher or... A corner or a wide receiver; those, you know, those positions that really affect the game on third down and affect the game as far as being able to turn the tide quickly. So, I think staying inside the top five is where you want to be,
1: uh, Lewis. When you when you look at trying to to help and support your young quarterback, just philosophically, because you don't know how no. things are going to unfold here. But would you be mm-hmm. a bigger advocate of supporting him with protection from an offensive line perspective or helping him on the flank with guys that can make a difference in the passing game?
4: Yeah, that's a great question, man. I, I think <clears throat> I would look, I, I I believe in the philosophy of building inside out of building front to back. So I would probably want to make sure that his protection is secure first and I think it's also, I think a lot of times it's, it's a function of, you know, we're talking about the two primary vehicles for improving your football team, free agency and the draft. I think one, I think free agency kind of dictates the draft for you. So if you, in free agency, if you feel as though you can fill the need of, you know, maybe building it inside out in that manner to where you feel like you're secure, then you can devote more of your draft capital to getting you know the people on the flank that help you produce explosive plays, and you go that route. If it just so happens that in free agency you can help, you know you can get the, the perimeter players primarily there, and then you have to adjust and and, and take the the interior players and in the offensive and defensive lines in the draft, then you go that route. I think right. it's really a matter of what's available to you through which avenue that kind of dictates how you go about doing it.
1: I, I think with Ryan poll 's Expecting that the wide receiver free agent class was gonna be very light, he tried to get ahead of things by making the trade yep. for Chase Claypool. Um mm-hmm. we're a little bit itchy and scratchy about that trade because Chase really didn't make much of an impact. Um yep. do you at this point, do you still like that deal? Was it just a product of joining a team halfway through and not a ton around there? Do you think that deal can still provide s- you know, significant dividends.
4: I would say this, I would say you probably know more than me being that you guys are out there. and You know what you hear coming out of the organization as far as how chase took to being with the new team and trying to build chemistry with Justin. I would, just, I would say that look, you, when you, when you acquire a player midstream like that, and you don't have a full off season, you don't have training camp, you don't have all the down, down moments to where you literally can just get to know somebody that probably makes you not want to rush to judgment and make any sweeping conclusions about whether or not it's going to work out yet. Mm -hmm. Although you would have liked to have seen it bear a little bit more fruit than it did. Um, So I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold out judgment on that one until they have a full off season to go together. Like, you know, we've seen Tommy and look, you, you know, this, like there's just so many examples of guys needing a little bit of time and needing to really develop relationships with people whether that be over the course of an off season or maybe even two or three seasons, if you're lucky enough to get that much time until they really hit their stride. Geno Smith taught, I think a lot of people, a lot of lessons this year mm-hmm. about how it takes different amounts of time for different players in different situations for them to really show you how good they are. And look, some people don't have the benefit of time. Maybe Ryan Poles does, you know, maybe, uh, you know, Luke gets and Matt Iberflus do. So I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't make any kind of judgment on Chase Claypool at this point. But people are going to because right. of how it ended for him in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Because of how people feel as though he didn't maximize all his potential there, and people figure, well, if you can't maximize your potential for Mike Tomlin, who the hell can you maximize your potential for? That's that's what's happening to Chase. But. I would say just just give him a little bit more time, and let, let's let just see what happens there.
0: Uh, you know, Lewis, the one thing that we – we were talking about the NBA, and I compare a lot of the wide receivers to NBA free agents or guys mm-hmm. who demand trades. Um, like mm-hmm. uh, Stephon Diggs became available via trade, and it helped make um, Josh Allen better. Um, yep. AJ Brown. Uh, no one was expecting to become available, but he did, and it helped Jalen Hurts. We're seeing it here in the Super Bowl. Um, is there a certain guy you're about to mention?
4: <laughs> oh, well, I'm is g- there a certain guy you're talking
0: you about? Got a guy on your brain, you like- Sylvie? I don't. I was going to ask you, like uh, for instance, like Tyreek Hill became available. <laughs> is there? Well, I don't like whether it's Devonte Adams. I don't know if you're hinting that. Is there a guy no. out there? that you would think yeah. could become available that we can pair with Justin Fields that you think could become available via trade this offseason?
4: Yeah, see, I thought, I thought you already had the guy in mind. And I was, I was, I was thinking you were going to say this name. Were you, were you going to mention T. Higgins? Could he become available? And would be, that be a guy – well, anyway, without me sitting here and just throwing out a bunch of words, yes – That'd be a guy I'd yes. be interested in trying to trade for if he became available in Cincinnati. T is a bona fide number one. Yeah, he showed that this year. He showed that when Jamar was not playing. That's a dude right there. He he that made a, He made a that, catch that changes everything for Justin Fields. He, he made a catch in the AFC title
1: game. That is like that's teaching tape for all levels of wide receivers. Where he high pointed the ball and went yep. up and caught the ball over the Kansas City cornerback where you see even talented wide receivers jump up and try to make that catch with a body, and it brings the defensive back into the play, and it brings up an incompletion into the equation. When you see a player do that, like, I know he's got a ton of different skills, but that tells me that's a smart guy. He's technically sound to go along with Mm -hmm. being a a great athlete as well. I just find it really hard to believe that the Cincinnati Bengals would mess with that and in any way, shape, or form allow him to get out of the Queen City.
4: Yeah, well, the interesting thing about it is they've got a lot of things that are about to come due. Yeah. And that's a good thing, because they've done a hell of a job of building that football team and drafting and developing that football team. But they've got a lot of things coming down the pike, and a lot of guys are going to want theirs. And you you know how that goes. Yeah. And I I wouldn't want to let him go either. But you you know what impressed me even more about T and how I think the players in Cincinnati feel about him? There was a... Uh, video posted on Instagram. I don't know if the Bengals posted it or Jamar posted it, but it was late in the season. I think it was during, like, right the week of, it may have been the week of the AFC Championship game, where it was T's birthday. And they surprised him in the wide receiver room with a birthday cake and they sang to him and had balloons and all the guys had hats on and stuff. And they had gifts for him in there and they filmed it all. The way that the guys were, like, genuinely happy for him and how he was responding to the gifts as they opened them, and how when he went in there and they started singing, he was singing along with them, singing happy birthday to himself. I'm going, they love, this. Yeah. they love. This. You see, you could see it wasn't fake. It wasn't, it wasn't a bunch, of, it wasn't a bunch of guys, you know, trying to like rip on their butt. It was genuine, yeah. like bro, have, for real. And I was like. I'm an even bigger T. Higgins fan now. I'm a bigger Cincinnati Bengals fan now just because of that camaraderie that you can see. Yeah, we Every all seem to use that. We know that
1: they don't do that inside an NFL locker room for everybody. Most pe- right. Most people don't That's know right. Yeah, everybody's birthday. Hey, before we move on to the Super Bowl, one last thing about Justin. I know we talked to you in the middle of the season. You're very high on him. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we all expect him to get better with better protection and better weapons around him. How much of it is also going to be on him, Lewis, being better at processing things and getting Mm -hmm. through things? Is there any concern with you that some of the stuff that has happened Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. last two years may linger or will it all get better when
4: the the talent around him is better? Sure, there's always concern. Right. There, there, there's always, it's not going to all just be contingent on everyone else getting better. He doesn't have every answer. He hasn't shown that he is efficient and proficient in every single aspect of quarterback play. You know, I, I, I look at Jalen Hurts, right, as a perfect example of a dude who obviously went to work on his own game between last year and this year, regardless of what they did for him uh, from a management standpoint, bringing in all the weapons that they did. He went to work on himself. Justin needs to go to work on himself too. I don't, I don't think he by any means has mastered the quarterback position, so until I, I think be scrutinized as much as Luke Getzey will be scrutinized as much as whatever wide receiver will be scrutinized and off at the line and everybody else, his game is, you know it by itself will be scrutinized too, and deservedly so interesting How, yeah. long, how long could you last in
0: isolation and darkness? <laughs> Uh, like in like in what? Just like a room? Yeah, like the Rogers isolation darkness chamber.
4: Oh, that oh, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Look, man, don't get me started on that kind of nonsense. No, like, i, I here. Give me your tag. How? You know? Well, first of all, I don't like the dark. The first thing I do when I go into my house is turn on every single light and the TV yeah. and music and everything else. That's why I have an electric bill of about a thousand dollars a month. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't last. I wouldn't last a damn minute yeah i would yeah, don't either. put me in if you if you want to torture me put me in darkness i'll tell you whatever you want to know <laughs> or 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 turn the heat off and make me cold yeah yeah
0: the coldness i'll tell
4: you sucks. everything
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Everything.
1: Hey, uh what do you expect to happen on sunday i think a lot of people that we talk to look at this game and say the philadelphia Eagles are the better team but yep. the other team's got patrick mahomes the best player in all of football
4: what happens yeah, I think, I think that's right. I mean, that's it. That's kind of how I look at it, too. Um, I think it comes down to, can, can Kansas City's defense create another possession, an extra possession or two for Patrick to go to work? He's going to need the ball one or two more times more in an advantageous situation in order to kind of, you know, level the playing field a little bit toward where he can have another opportunity to work his magic. Yeah. And so turnover differential has been that what – has got Philly in trouble this year when they've lost and Kansas city has to put them in trouble that way. The other thing they need to do is make, make it become a battle of Patrick versus Jalen hurt. So try to, you have to eliminate Philly's run game to some degree and make Jalen sit in the pocket, throw the football, throw the football, make it number one versus number 15. Who can make the most number of throws? Who can, who can pull it out the most? Cause then, I think most
1: people put their money on Petsch. It's what the 49ers try to do, isn't it? Like They, they had yeah. that, that kind of you know controlled rush on him and forced him yep. to try to keep and beat them from
4: inside the pocket. Tommy, remember, I don't know if you, if you paid attention, but um, Brandon Ayuk, I believe it was, said after that game was over, had Brock Purdy not gotten hurt, we were about to cook their DBs. They yeah. were planning on going after Philly secondary. Mm-hmm. They felt they had a significant advantage against Philly's secondary, and that if they can keep if they could keep the lid on their offense, that they were going to open it up on that defense. That's something to remember. That's another player saying that. Who look? I mean, you could obviously say, well, of course, of course, San Francisco is going to say that. But if you watch them, I can see why they said it. I can see why. I don't know if they would have cooked them, but. Brock looked pretty – things would have been all right, I think, for for San Francisco. And I think you would say, well, if they were that confident with Brock Purdy, what's Kansas City going to feel like with Patrick? Right. So this game could get real – this could be one of the more truly exciting quarterback duels if it plays out the way I think the coaches will want it to play out and put it in 15's hands versus number one's hands. Yeah.
0: Cool. got a big dinner with coworkers tonight?
4: Man, you know what? I might go to the mall, like, <laughs> see if I can find me some shoes. Because, you know, I like sneakers and stuff. <laughs> I don't have any big plans. <laughs> I, I'm good. You know what? Alan, you know what? Jaws' party tonight. Uh, oh, yeah? The Jaws cigar, cigar party? party? His party tonight, yeah. So I just saw him over at Radio Row. So I don't know. Maybe I'll pop through there. Yeah. That's always one of the best parties of Super Bowl. He week.
1: is the best. Uh, Jaws is uh, he's just Jaws, such a great guy. One of,
4: the, one of the nicest human beings yep. on
1: Earth. Yep. No Amen. question. Amen to that. You too.
4: You are yep. too. And yep. we
0: appreciate you, Lewis. Have the best all right. time, all right? We love talking to you. You bet, guys. Take Thanks, care. Lewis. There you go. Lewis Riddick in Arizona for the Super Bowl. Um, uh, Justin Fields uh, joined uh, Rich Eisen. I want to play that and react to that. So he was asked about whether or not the Bears are in the quarterback uh, are they if they're looking for another quarterback? Could they take one at number one? What does he know about their draft plans? I'll play you Justin Fields from Rich Eisen and what he had to say. If you want to react to the Bulls doing nada today, nothing. They didn't add. They didn't subtract. They made a bunch of phone calls and whoa, at the whoa, end whoa, of the day, whoa, they were very active today. They the were general active. manager they, said they were active. They did a lot of talking, no action. The don't confuse. What's the old... Uh? Don't choose uh, don't confuse activity with accomplishment. Right. They didn't accomplish anything much like their basketball season this year. All that coming up next. ESPN 1000, 000. Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle & Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Bulls do nothing. Playing the Brooklyn Nets here. When it's 6 or 6.30? When's the uh, tip here? Uh, 6.30 tonight. 6.30. Can't wait. I'll be watching. Bottle of wine. I watch. Oh, we got money on the game. Yeah, We're I watch. We both have the Bulls. Listen, I'm not in. The, don't make the, don't make us hate you bat. Yeah. We going to play part of that on the game? Do we Probably know not. Enough? Is demar in or out? He's available tonight. What does that mean? Is
2: he starting? You're available tonight. I mean, like, give me some more definitive. Uh, that, that's all I've seen from Bulls, the Bulls PR. He's available. Does that mean he's starting? I'd imagine it would mean he starts, but who knows with this team anymore. I'm. Uh, listen, I, I,
1: I'm not a huge believer that they're destined for anything fun and exciting this year, but I still watch every game. I, it's not a hate watch either. It's just I have a sense of apathy that has infected me. When it comes to this team
0: right now, I don't. I don't hate them. I don't hate Zach. I don't hate Vooch. I don't hate any of them. I don't at hate. Ti- Billy. At times, it could turn into a hate watch no, for, not for me. me. That fourth quarter the other night was a hate watch. It was a hate watch when they lost to the Grizz. He's doing nothing, sitting out there doing nothing. Still not, a hate not hate watch even taking for me. many shots. It's not like it's not a group of bad guys. I'm, I'm like if we were judging them on their personalities, I get it, but like then, there then are sports would be different. Okay, but there
1: are teams that you just that are unlikable. I don't consider this
0: team to be one of those teams. No, they got a nice a nice group they're, of boys. It's, yeah, it's, they're pleasant. Well, like again, they're like,
1: pleasant. I don't believe they're destined for greatness, but there have been other teams where you're like, I don't like this team. This is a really unlikable group of guys. Do you feel that way about this no, crew? No, not at all. That's the point I'm making. There's a life element to this as well, mister. It's not just, you know, bulls, 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 basketball, basketball, basketball. Look, I'm mean, a like level of just, in my, life. my. I get it, but my my level of of whatever this can is- be tempered by...
0: Certain things. I referenced my buddy Jeff earlier today. He's a big Bulls fan. He texted us this. Does he hate them? No. He's a huge Bulls See? fan. But I think he hates what's going on. He was the one who got that email from the Bulls that DeMar wants you to buy tickets. Did they tickets, respond? Something like that. No. He said the trade deadline felt like if your grandparents took you to FAO Schwartz at Water Tower and said pick out whatever you want. And then, after you picked out what you wanted, they turned to you and said, "Okay, now put it back, and we'll see if it's on sale." Adventure next month. I don't even think they let you go pick out what you wanted. Well, well no, that they, process they teased even you did. with it. They're like, "Here, go pick it out. Now put it back. Now let's go see next month if it's on sale."
1: Yeah, I would have never. That's like my. That would have you know been know the energy. Yeah, that you know. would have been like. Well, it would have been like if I truly believe. Like, that's something the grandparent that you don't trust to tell you the truth was telling you. Like, there was no—I don't think there was any—they didn't have my hopes
0: up. I didn't expect them to do anything. anything? Did you? Yes! What? You thought they were going to keep Andre Drummond? You thought they really were not going to get you a point guard? I didn't, I didn't give it much thought because what does getting rid of Andre Drummond do for what you? What does keeping Andre Drummond do for you? Status quo. That's all it is. It's all status quo. Here's like, why did they not play him for like 30 straight games? And then why they start showcasing him for the last four games. They're just letting him cook. Yeah. They're letting him cook. Sure. All right. Let me play Justin Fields. Justin Fields was on with uh, Rich Eisen. And uh, is, is this self-contained to Tyler? Or do I need to set it up here? Uh, no, so
2: basically, he was asked about the potential of the Bears drafting a quarterback,
3: and uh, at as number he, one, yeah, at number one overall. I think you know everybody uh, would would love honesty in the uh, process. So um, I would definitely you know like to know that, and you know I, it's a, it's a business, so I you know totally understand. Um, no hard feelings, but you know, like I said, I control what I can control and control my work ethic, control how I you know carry myself each and every day. But you've, don't you think you've already proven your worth as the quarterback I mean, of the Bears?
0: You just rolled your eyes a little bit, but uh, I figured
3: I'm going to ask a question I know the answer to, I think, but I want to hear it. Yeah, I mind. mean, I think, you know, I've shown a little bit, but I don't think I've shown uh, the world what I can do in terms of, you know, playing the full quarterback position and playing it consistently, you know. Mm-hmm. I think there were, you know, some times this year where, you know, I was better than others, you know, late, the like my last game of the season against the Lions, that that not that, that a good game. So just being more consistent, you know, for my teammates, for my coaches, and, you know, f- f- for the fan base. So uh, you know, once I do that, once I you know just keep progressing and keep getting better, then I'll be good.
0: But they have just to put a, a button on this part of the conversation. You have not heard from anyone in the Bears. This is our plan. We will keep you up to speed. We'll let you know if we have kids at the quarterback position to mm-hmm. come in and work out. Because I think they're going to have to do that to be honest with you to make yeah. sure that people think they could. Potentially replace you to get as much as they want for the first overall pick, or just get a defender to go to battle on the other side of the ball for you.
3: Yeah, I mean Justin. not for sure. I, I I haven't had those conversations. Okay. You know, I think they take a look at you know free agency first, and I think you know now they're probably starting to prep for the draft stuff. So, uh, but uh, haven't had you know conversations like that.
1: I am. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I am. I'm a little surprised. I'm not making big deal out of it, but I'm a little surprised. That there hasn't been a conversation where, look, we got to play this through, and he's a pro, smart kid, high football IQ, knows how to, you know, to carry himself. I am a little surprised that they haven't said, "Hey, listen, this is what's going to go on." You know, you're the guy, well, or maybe he's, his, or I mean, maybe maybe or he's, he's coy. maybe
0: he's playing coy as well. I, I I liked his answer about his about the I, way he answered
1: him
4: as a
0: quarterback. Absolutely,
1: that's yeah, one gotta, of the things. That's why, like, look. That's one of the things that, that 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 has me most comfortable about him that I think he's got natural leadership ability he's a hard hard worker um, and he's got a good feel for stuff so even when times aren't as you know fantastic as you'd like them to be, you know he's going to keep working. you know he's going to handle things he'll handle the failures as well as he handles the successes. And I'm with you. I like the message. I w- wouldn't you be su- surprised, though, if they, haven't, if they haven't made that decision, they wouldn't have told him. I get that. But if they had made the decision, I think that they
0: would have told him. They that. still got to go, like as Ryan Paul said, like if they're blown away, then maybe they would think about it. They got to go through the personal workouts, though.
1: I get We're, it, but, like, but I, the personal workouts, what are you going to learn from a personal workout that you didn't learn by watching every single snap of these guys on tape? Like you know how personal workouts, but Look, you know, I, you know what I can te- do? I the, can put the, on the, my gym shorts, my my running shoes, I'm and with run you. a four six five on a rubberized surface in the indoor
0: facility at Boston College. I'm with you. It's stupid. The game film, and but you know how those personal workouts have changed, dude. A reservation changed Ryan Pace's mind. James McMahon, a, a, a car that he drove changed his mind. He worked him out on the backfield at North Carolina. Remember that? No, I know, but Uh, like. Yeah, I know.
1: If you fall in love based on a personal workout, then, like, those workouts are controlled. The game that you play against the highest level of competition is in a controlled environment. I know. That's what can tell you most about a player, regardless of position. If I got a guy in shorts ripping it to a wide receiver with nobody covering him, and that dude's in shorts in a controlled environment, what Preach. the hell do I know? Preach. What do I know? I don't know
0: anything. Why do they do it then? These guys, i exa- get the, I
1: think more than anything, you get them into the building and you get a sense of who they are as people. And then you get something by watching them up close. But if you haven't developed a strong feeling for who a player is after watching every snap they've played over the last two years in college football, your mind is going to be swayed by
0: something you see in an individual workout? Boy, I find that hard. To I bet you they've talked to Justin about free agency. I bet you, you they've talked to so. him about the first thing. Like, that's first up before the draft. Is like that comes first. Like he even said, I bet you they've talked to him about linemen or wide receivers. I don't like, yeah, I know you prefaced everything by saying it's not a big deal. No, it's not, but I don't. So I think it's okay.
1: I know. I'm not panicking for any reason. Like, look, I have the same one that told you if that staff up there believes that their best decision is to go elsewhere. Then that's what you do. You can't be beholden to what you think other people think about what you're going to do. Guess he sung his praises at the senior ball. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, look, we got plenty of time to do yeah. deal with this.
0: Plenty Tyler, of. what do you got coming up here? Uh, you're in for Black and Abdallah, who are in today from. Uh, 10 to noon. The boys are also in again for Greeny from 10 to noon tomorrow. So make sure you're listening. What do you got coming up in for them?
2: Oh, I think we're going to do some Blackhawks watching tonight. All right, a little little Caner trade watching tonight. You know, big big Whoa. moves on the the west side. Maybe they'll make some moves tonight. No, we're going to be talking a lot of Bulls tonight. All about the the AK. Um, he did all about meet the. the are you
0: you're calling him the AK?
2: The AK. That's
0: yeah. what he is. Yep.
1: I like that. By the, the a- way, K-
0: you know. Where the
1: hockey show it?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, right here. So you just two no. to six. Yeah, well, Tarasenko that. getting traded to uh, the Rangers could uh, could now have uh, Caner throw thinking. a little cold water yeah. on that
1: that potential destination. Yes,
0: we should have broke that down.
1: Maybe Tyler can do it for us. Break that down for us, will you, Tyler?
0: Are you going to be tasting soup? Or is that done? No, uh, Abdullah had his soup today. Oh, so tender to noon. So no he's soup. He's bringing that. At,
2: uh, yeah, to no, the they, they didn't leave anything in the budget for for six to eight when they're not okay here, so. Well, you had pizza, not soup. We didn't have pizza today. Connie's birthday, yeah.
1: They like they ate like raccoons in, a, in an alleyway. I mean, save some for us. My gosh, is there anything left? Is there scraps? All gone. Charlie's got pizza sauce
0: all over his sweatshirt. I didn't realize the last one was gone. Well, I bet you did. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't. And All right, so uh, Tyler Aki coming up next. Thank you to him. Thank you to Charlie Bevins, who was in for Mellor today. Also, uh, thank you to Lewis Riddick, the only guest, and all the great callers. Don't forget, uh, we're getting closer to the big game. Big game, pregame, coming up on Sunday, brought to you by 19 Crimes Wine. Make sure it's a Twitch-only broadcast, available on Twitch, noon to 2 on Sunday. So tune into that. It's twitch.tv slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Thursday night.